A musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. Good morning, everybody. Jamie Rodriguez here. Last day, last morning here at Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival. We're about to start it. But we have a very special episode that we recorded for you guys on day three, Saturday. Two great talents, one of them friend of the show, Andrew McMahon, and Big Wild. Really, really groundbreaking artists. Andrew McMahon, of course, you may remember him. He's the um, He goes by his moniker, Andrew McMahon and the Wilderness and the wilderness and he he um he performed an incredible set in the ginormous stage he had his daughter cecilia with him there were dancers it was a packed crowd it was an incredible show and it was great to chat with andrew a little bit before his incredible groundbreaking set big wild on the other hand of course um is jackson stell known by his stage name big wild incredible producer composer vocalist sound engineer uh, his live shows really are incredible. Uh, they, you know, switch between multiple instruments, uh, incredible vocals. It, they're a party. And um, he's been, you know, producing and creating beats since he was 14. And now he's blowing up and he's wonderful. Uh, so we great episode for you guys, Big Wild and Andrew McMahon. Um, Bonnaroo has been incredible. It's been wonderful. I think we're going to have one more episode for you guys after this. Um, with a variety of artists, so stay tuned for that. But we thank you guys for joining us. It's been great. Uh, we have a big day ahead. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. jrodconcertsmedia.com for all the information about us, newsletter, and such. And let's get on with it. Andrew McMahon and Big Wild live at Bonnaroo on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Bonnaroo 2023. Special energy in the air today, and we're thrilled and honored to welcome a friend of the show back, Andrew McMahon. Hey there, how you doing? Good to see you guys. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm amazing. Glad to be here. First of all, a little early, but let me be the first one to wish you a happy Father's Day, Andrew. Thank you so much. Well, you just got to meet my, my daughter. She's running around holding down the backstage of Bonnaroo here. So, yeah, it's a you beautiful know, thing. After doing this for so long, Andrew... That's got to be the most fulfilling thing. I mean, you're here with your missus, you're here with your daughter. I mean, what kind of battle? How does that, like, you know, affect you? That's absolutely incredible. It's amazing. I mean, look, these things are always stressful. Having family here is grounding, you know, and it sort of forces your 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 eye on, on the right things, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, managing. I mean, I took Cecilia to see Sylvanesso last night at 1230 in the morning. <laughs> we actually set an alarm because they're, like, one of our favorite bands, and we're like, let's go. Let's go see Sylvan. So I had both my wife and daughter on the barricade watching Sylvan at twelve thirty in the morning. So I, I don't know if that's excellent parenting or not, but uh, but we had, we had a blast and yeah, it's a, it's a good life. That sounds like the best parenting that you can ever have, man. Yeah, <laughs> there's no books about that. Um, all right, so we're at Bonner Andrew, and you're playing uh, the ginormous stage today. I think at three or four o'clock. Man, that's gotta like. Does that scare you? Does that excite you when you play like the gigantic stage that like all the icons play? Super huge. You're gonna have you know tens of thousands of people. How does that like kind of motivate you? It's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 eternally nervous about every show, small or big, that I play. Um, 
you know, we try when we do these festivals to bring extra, to do, you know, to do a little more and give fans a show that they're not going to get anywhere else. Um, and also to introduce ourselves to new, to new people. Sure. There's so many, there's, you know, such a diverse group of artists here that for me, it's an opportunity to, to play my songs and hopefully make some new fans. So we've got like a lot of, we've got a lot of fun packed into this set. It's, it's a, a lot of it's risky. I, I'd say just, you know, I've got, I've got dancers coming out during yeah. this show. I've got, you know, like we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take some big swings because that's what this is all about. You know, like the, the festivals give you a platform to, to take a huge shot and we're going to take one. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been, you've been playing new songs, new set lists, new, like new everything. Yeah. Uh, and you're going on tour. I mean, you've been on tour, but now you're going on tour to the UK, Dublin in a bunch of, in a, in a time. Yeah. Exciting time for you creatively as a performer? Yeah, I, for sure. I mean, it's, you know, obviously coming out of the pandemic, I managed to work quite a bit, even though, even with the shutdowns and things, but, uh, uh, you know, finally being back on the road where people feel free and able to just relax and really enjoy a show um, and to be getting back to places like the UK, Germany, I haven't been to in forever. I've never played Ireland, so that's really exciting. Um, and then getting to do these festivals. I mean, I've, I've wanted to do Bonnaroo since you know since I was a kid yeah and and to actually be here and finally uh you know having that dream come true is really Absolutely. amazing yeah Andrew and you talked about your new fans making new fans but you have a very special connection to longtime fans yeah. tell us a little bit about what it's been like to grow as, as a father as a husband in your in your personal life along with your fans now for, for a while you know like that, that like growth together yeah so I mean I Obviously, my music is super autobiographical. Yeah. I mean, that's like that. I, I write about what I'm going through, and and these records are really about this different seasons of my life, and and um, you know, the fact that my first band was signed when I was basically just out of high school, uh, and a lot of those people were kids when they when they started seeing something corporate, and and to sort of be able to write my journey, and then find that so many fans that came on early on have sort of been able to track their journey sort of side by side with my music is, is it makes that bond even deeper, right? I, I have an incredible fan base and, you know, you'll hear people say they love their fans and, and I, I believe them. I think with me, it's that much deeper of a, of a thing. They've seen me through cancer. They've seen me through multiple iterations of my career, made it possible for me to still have a career despite the fact that I change my name every, every six or seven years. Um, And so I have a lot of gratitude for that, and and yeah, we we, we share um, a similar path, many of us. Yeah, I love it, Andrew. You have a busy day, so let me leave you with this: Dear Jack Foundation. Yes. How can we help? What's the number? What do we have to text? And how can people, you know, chip in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna totally botch the text to donate number. I'll, I will tell you. I have what it in I, my notes. If you what, want I, I, I think. I think it's. This is gonna look unprofessional, but I have it here. Yeah. I think it's you text Dear Jack to four four three two one. That's right. right. Okay, That's cool. right. So you got it. Just D E A R. J A C K, Jack, Dear Jack, to 44321, or go to info, or uh, sorry, uh, go to Um, You know, I, I had leukemia when I was in my early 20s. I had a stem cell transplant for my sister that saved my life. I'm now 18 years in remission. Um, but what I found along that, that path was that uh, young adults uh, who, are, who are facing cancer go through a very unique experience, both throughout treatment and also throughout their survivorship uh, uh, it's it's a it's a rattle to the to the cage that you would not imagine and um, there aren't the same level of services and research and all the things that are necessary to advance the cause of, of beating the cancer and supporting these young people so that's what dear Jack does Love it. Andrew break a leg brother thanks man. thanks, man. thanks.
Welcome to Bonnaroo 2023, guys. And we're so thrilled and honored to have one of the hottest acts. He's going to take stage today around 9 o'clock. People are really excited. Big Wild. How's it going? How are you doing, man? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, very happy to be here. How's your Bonnaroo like, energy experience so far? It's been lovely. Perfect weather. Lovely people. Good food. Great crowds. When you were 14 years old and you were mixing as J-Beats, did you like envision something like this? Honestly, no. Not at all. I hadn't even seen a show at that point in time. I was just like, I'm going to make beats and make a living out of making beats. And as music progressed, that slowly changed. Do you remember like the moment that you fell in love with the computer, that you were like up all night kind of doing that stuff? Like, Do you remember that fire, what that felt like? Absolutely. I still feel it like that's how I know that's a song I want to finish is if I feel that feeling right. but like I mean when you're first learning learning stuff and something like like literally knowing nothing about audio and then something clicks yeah. like with a oh that's what a compressor does oh my god that's like how you make the melody sound nice or whatever it's just like it's it's pretty amazing so it doesn't go away that feeling no and if it did I probably wouldn't be making music anymore amazing. yeah amazing amazing um, Jackson, you've talked about this previously, but uh, you know you, you had a little scare with, with your health, with thyroid cancer. First of all, how are you? I'm good, yeah. Thankfully, we caught it super early, and I had surgery. It was removed, so I'm, I was cured. Uh, but, um, you know, it was definitely scary at the time. Sure. sure. Did that change a little? I'm, I'm sure it did, but I'm curious how it changed, like, your before and after artistically, like, maybe how you approach milestones like this one like maybe with gratitude with appreciation kind of like the fickleness of life and health yeah I think that's a good way to put it like I'm very appreciative for the life I'm leading and and also like the pers it did kind of give me some perspective it also gave me perspective too to like as much as I love the things I do and the, the things I put out in the world like it's almost like I guess a bit meditative and like not getting too wrapped up in the the highs and that applies to the lows too yeah. like try and be more even keeled yeah um and that was definitely like a scarier kind of low point for me and it just taught me to appreciate all the things that appear in your life yeah you know because most of it's out of your control by the way if my audience hasn't realized it yet you have a very cool energy about you and i think a lot of that has to do with you like to unwind and you gotta like to go to other places overseas sometimes, right? Like you have to go to other cultures, Eastern cultures, stuff that is separate from the Western culture. This year has been, the past really year and a half for you has been really like nonstop. Have you thought about where you wanna go next or like are you thinking like where you would like to go unplug a little bit? I think, you know, I have thought about that. Um, my wife and I really wanna to go to Japan. Nice. Um, You've been there before, right? I actually haven't been to Japan. Okay. I really wanna visit though, like, I find myself very influenced by a lot of, like the aesthetics of Japanese culture, um, but also like we really love. We we visited Costa Rica a few times, and I want to like continue visiting like South America. Would love to visit Colombia, dude. Um, I was born in Colombia. Okay, yeah. Okay, and they would love you. Exactly. And I would love to do like that Lollapalooza run through. Yeah, like, through that time. That's yeah. kind of like a dream of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've always been really intrigued by like music from from other cultures outside of Western because yeah. I just find it. It's just interesting. It, it grabs my attention. It makes me want to like be curious and learn more about just the world. That's kind of like one of the reasons I love music is it gets me out there and and seeing new things and new experiences and have a little more like color in life. Absolutely. Yeah. 
thank you for your time. I know you, you've had a very busy day. Let me leave you with this. You mentioned your wife. Mm-hmm. You're a family guy now, basically. Uh, you started, you know, we talked about it as a teen. How has that perspective of having people at home that love you, that wait for you to come home, how has that changed kind of like the way you approach this career? It's honestly, it's so nice and such a fortunate position to be in because I know it's so nice to have somebody who just like unconditionally loves you because I know like if this music let's say I put out a record totally tanks every my music career goes down the tubes I know I'm always gonna have somebody there like I have my family but I also have my wife and to have that feeling of support and just appreciation in your life is it's like irreplaceable absolutely um and it's it's incredible what a blessing yeah it sounds like the real blessing here amazing Yeah. Well, my friend, we are super excited for your show today. Yeah. We'll be side stage, hooting and hollering because your reputation speaks for itself. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Absolutely. You have been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in.